This is the Next Level Movements podcast. We're coming to you from Cosmic Fit Club in Long Island City, Queens. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Phil. And I'm Rick. And this is our podcast. So what do you think of the intro? Was it a little too dramatic or? These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> oh, Phil, we're recording. Oh, oh, so you're recording? All right. So. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a terrible intro. Yeah. That's all right. It's the best we could do. <laughs> So, um, we'll try to fix it up a little bit. I guess we got to stop eating these pretzels because... Yeah, it might be a little obnoxious, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, we're almost done. Yeah, I just won't eat any more after. Last bite. Last one. All right. So what are we going to get into today, man? <laughs> Maybe we should just stop uh, talking while we're still chewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> all right. It's not like we're wasting all your time right now. So this is volume five. Volume 5, yeah. I can't believe we made it. So our fifth podcast so far. So uh, we covered a lot of topics up to this point. Mm-hmm. So I think we ran out. I just don't know. We're just going to kind of try to drag it out for the next 20 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. We could waste the time. Maybe just wing it a little bit. So uh, I think we have a little bit more of uh, scams, more exposures we want to uh, talk about. We have some different exercises, some body weight movements maybe we want to discuss. Uh, what did we talk about last time? Oh, and we're just going to talk about like some gym etiquette. And gym etiquette? Gym etiquette. Uh, gym etiquette. Not yeah. gym etiquette. Yeah, it's two words, right? I think I just kind of uh, mashed it into gym etiquette. It's okay. It's a little better. Yeah. So. All right. That sounds good. All right. So how should we open it up? What should we uh, start with? What should we start? <laughs> Wasting time. Oh, uh, yeah. We're just still kind of dragging it out. Yeah, because we don't know what we're going to start with yet. So I'm trying to think what we started with last time and the one that we deleted. Oh, we always oh, start with Dream and Elegance. <laughs> yeah, they're our uh, favorite company. Yeah, if you don't know about them, you got to listen to the previous podcasts. And uh, look them up. Or just look them up on the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. They got an F. <laughs> so let's talk about what we do and as far as being in the service industry. So there's a lot of other professions that we can uh, relate to as well, like massage therapists, hairstylists, uh, pretty much anyone that's in the field where you're making a sale, your income relies on sales, and also it's just like people kind of not really valuing what you do or asking you for a discount or thinking if they know you, like you can offer your services for free and things of that nature. Right, like I mean, nobody walks into a store other than like maybe like like these professional Chinese haggulers or... or uh, I meant to say hagglers or the or Jewish as well, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're experts. But yeah, most people they don't walk into a store and try to get the price changed. I mean, you go in and there's a price and you pay that price. But uh, but for a service, they think it's negotiable, or it's like you just don't see the value in what we do. So especially like a lot of times, it's either um, people you know they want either a, a, like a free whatever it is, like a free training session, a free haircut or free massage yeah. yeah whatever it is or like a discount saying like what's the rate but it's like at the same rate it's like this is the rate we chose to uh, pay it's not really uh, an extraordinary rate and it's something that we feel is, is fair and on the same hand it's like if you're working a job and your boss asks you to stay late or to stay extra are you going to do it for free or are you going to say is he going to say hey I know you're supposed to get time and a half but I'll give you half of your uh, wage I'll give you half of your normal pay if you stay late. No, it's not negotiable, right? So neither should our price tag be. Right. And I mean, both of us, we're pretty generous. I've had like numerous people over the years 
they're kind of like, oh man, I'd love to do this. Uh, I just don't think it's, you know, I, I can afford this. Like whether it's like even just a 20 hour class and they're just like, ah, you know, I'm kind of going through a hard time, but I, I really liked this. I guess uh, I'm not gonna be able to come. I'd be like, oh, especially if, uh, you know, they seem nice. I'd be like, oh no, I'd uh, rather have you out there than not have you there. So I would invite them to the class regardless of if they yeah, if they, they appreciate it. it, and sometimes and even uh, after a while they try to pay you back. Oh, I mean that's happened as well before. Yeah, we'd have people come in, and after they get through kind of their you know tough time, they're like, oh, I want to even like back pay you for all these classes, and we're just like, no, just you know at least just start paying now. We understand. So th yeah, that's, that's fine. But, yeah. Um, so like we're we're willing to work with people as long as they show the interest and they're really uh, like we know they're really trying. But on the other hand, it's like, don't just come in, start trying to haggle, start asking for discounts. And uh, like, I remember when I started out too, especially, um, you know, start posting that I'm a personal trainer and then people start hitting me up like, oh, I got to work out with you. Can you give me a workout? Can you tell me how I can lose weight? Can you tell me how to build up my chest? Can you tell me this? Can you tell me that? So I realized I was doing a lot of that stuff for them. I was you taking my time about, like, out. close friends or maybe Yeah, family, like people right? I knew, people I went to school with or yeah, yeah like even uh, family and then uh, like I take the time out, I write them a customized workout, or I start saying like, let's break down your nutrition, let's see what you're eating, let's see how we can uh, fix it. And then- Eating pretzels. Yeah, eating pretzels uh, obnoxiously, stuff like that. So then- Happens. Yeah, or like, oh, let me work out with you. So then I'm like, all right, why don't you meet me at the gym? Why don't you come to the gym? I'll give you a uh, session. And from there, it's like, I'll follow back up with them. Oh, how did that workout I gave you go? Oh, I haven't done it yet, I've been busy. All right, well, I was busy too, but I still took the time to write you a workout to uh, follow up. The least you could do is try it out or whatever. But, oh, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks. I'll get to it. And then it's just like it never happens. Then, all right, why don't you come to the gym with me? All right, when are you going? I'll, I'll meet you there. Never shows up or just doesn't show any initiative to even uh, try to make it. And then it's like we're doing all this work for them. We're trying to create a customized uh, plan. And that's taking a lot of time out of our day. And a lot of times it's times where we could be doing something else that's productive where we have clients that actually want to reach goals and will take it seriously and you know we're trying to do this because people are asking us for help but at the same time it's not going uh it's not yeah i mean and it's also it's it's quite surprising as well because when you first start out um both of us have been doing it a long time but we, yeah when you first start out you figured uh, all the people close to you would uh, be really invested in your success and be like, oh, I know like, how much of a risk this was for you to take. And we'd, you know, I'd love to pay the full price for the service. Maybe I'd even give you a little bit extra just to get you started, you know, so they'd be really supportive and invested, invested in your success in your new business. But it, a lot of times you, you definitely, you get the opposite. You think like, oh, so since I know this person and they provide this service now, I'm gonna get uh, it for free or for a discount. And it, it seems like it's, it's an interesting mindset. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, it's just like different now. Like these friends of mine, they've uh, opened restaurants or mm -hmm. you know places like that. And I would go in and I support. And like yeah. I don't even, I don't ask oh, for. Now I can get a free meal. Yeah, like I go in. I just I'm willing to pay full price because I know you know how it is. You know, rent is expensive. You know, especially we're here in New York City, so you know the cost of living is expensive. And especially just starting out, they're probably not doing great where it's like they can afford to give uh, freebies. And I think like, I'm just not gonna come off as a dick and like be like, oh, hey, can you hook me up with a free meal or this or that because I know you? No, it's like, I'm gonna hook you up and uh, support you because I know you. So. And the worst is like people, if you, you don't even really know them that well, <laughs> they still, they want something for free. I guess it's like more of one of that kind of uh, entitlement mindset versus, uh, 
you know, really like feeling good about um, supporting something or paying for something. Yeah, or some people they just have that mindset where it's like you always haggle, you always negotiate, or you always try to right. get get more. And uh, you know, I've uh, I've been in restaurants, I've worked in restaurants where it's like people will complain about stuff whatever it is, just to get a free meal, or like, you know, the more you complain, especially if you're at a restaurant, oh, I wanted my burger medium, it came out uh, rare, or this or that, and then uh, j just complain about everything. Now, I've seen it where it didn't even look like the service was that bad, it looked like they were just looking for a free uh, meal ticket, and you, if you do enough complain, uh, complaining, and if you do enough, uh, you know, run your mouth enough, or make enough noise, then you're probably going to get that free meal that you were looking for, so. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish, I understand that totally. <laughs> So, That's yeah. all the culture is about. <laughs> Getting that free meal. Yeah, this is about complaining. <laughs> yeah, so. We have the parsley because of the bitter times. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find something to complain about yeah. and just. Uh, we can't have the bread because we're in the desert. <laughs> blow it out of proportion. <laughs> anyway. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you do have to voice your opinion, you do have to speak up, and you might have to complain because, say, if you're at a restaurant and you are getting shitty service, or you're at a car dealership and you don't feel like people are being uh, straightforward with you, like, you know, if you're having an experience that's not very favorable, you really want to be able to share it and speak up about it. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, that messed me up for, for years because uh, there was so much complaining in my family that it's just, it's just like typical stuff, but... Um, that I went for the longest time, like, I'm not gonna complain at all. I was just so sick of it. I was like, no excuses, no complaining, which has some good elements to it. But really, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's perfect for people to take advantage of you if, you if you never speak up, if you never say anything, like if something's uh, poor quality, you know, or somebody wants you to do something or something and you, and you, don't, you don't say no or you don't speak up, then you can really waste your time or you can really get a shitty deal. Yeah, so, and like also, even at work, like, uh, you, you don't want to be the, if you're always saying yeah, like if you can't really, uh, if you have plans and then the, like your boss asks you, oh, hey, can you work this uh, Saturday or something? And you're just like, yeah, sure, uh, no problem. Then like you end up hating yourself or like you end up being mad at yourself because you can't speak up and uh, say no. So sometimes you do have to uh, speak up, but it's just like, there's a line between becoming a chronic complainer and be, being able to like speak up when it's time for you to speak up. Right. So it's just about like knowing the uh, line and you know a lot of times it's like if you're just complaining over and over again about the same shit then you're just a complainer. You're not making moves. You're not doing anything to change it. You just want to uh, complain about something. And I, I see that too as sometimes it's like no matter what people do, no matter where they go, they always can find something to complain about. And I just see that maybe that goes into your mood. Maybe that goes into... Um, yeah. Just not being a happy person because right. a lot of times, like, if I'm in a good mood and, uh, you know, you go to a restaurant and sometimes you might have to wait a little extra, it doesn't really bother me. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, if uh, maybe the whatever it is, like the wine or the wine didn't taste that great. But then if I'm in a bad mood or if just like you, you know, some days you're just not in a good mood and then you, those little things, they just start really bothering you and they just, like, really start getting to you. Then, like, you notice everything, like the way the food tasted or the way the tea tasted or whatever it is you're tasting and um, then you could be more critical about it. So 
maybe that's what I'm thinking too, is like, maybe to be like one of those critics, like a food taster or a food tester, you just have to be in a bad mood because you just have to be able to like analyze everything. And like the way to do it is- Because if you're happy, then you won't, you won't like care that much. Yeah, so like if you're in a bad mood, that's just gonna bother you. So like- You're happy, you're just like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. So like if I was one of those like food testers, I'd like try to, you know, get in a bad mood, like get in an argument before I go to like test it. Or like before you watch a movie, if you're a movie critic, so that way you could have more of a, like a critical eye because right, if you're going right, in a good right. mood and you're happy, even if you watch like a sucky movie or even if you have a bad, like, I mean, if you're going to have like, if you're going to have food and it's like really horrible and it's not what you expected, you're, like, I could be in a good mood and that's just going to put me in a bad mood. But a lot of times it's like, you don't really have to complain if it's not something out of the uh, ordinary, but you can find a way to complain if that's who you are and if you're just not happy or if you're in a bad mood. So. Right. So then you have complainers and then you have like, you know, legit grievances, of course. But um, yeah, I mean. And now there's ways to like, if you do have a bad experience, you could always put it on online. You can go on Yelp. You can go on like Google, Google reviews and stuff. And also, if you have a great experience, too, you want to share it. So like what I've been trying to do recently is like places I go, I enjoy, I like, I give them the five star rating because I want to see them do well. Yeah, and if I have an unfavorable experience, I might be, I might want to share that as well. But again, like I don't want to be the person that only posts when I have a negative experience. I want to also be able to post when I have uh, positive experiences. So if we uh, so notice a place, yeah, that's going out of their way to provide good customer service, I want them to get recognized for that as well. And also, uh, manipulative people they feed off of somebody that can't speak up for themselves as well. So, a lot of times, anger is the inoculation for manipulative people. You know, it's kind of the, the cure for that. It's like, if you're able to get angry about somebody treating you shitty, then, you know, people can't treat you shitty. But it's like, yeah, if you're not allowed to get angry, if that's not in your toolbox, and you just have to sort of sit there and take it, then, uh, oh, I mean, that's a goldmine for, for people that want to exploit you. But, yeah, the thing is, too, like, sometimes it's like you'll let those people exploit you, yeah. But then you take that anger home, so it's like oh, yeah. they got they talked you into doing something you don't want to do. So now you're mad. But then you're gonna take it out on everybody around you. Like you're gonna take it out on whoever it is, like your family, your your wife, your girlfriend, your kid, like whoever it is. That's like you're gonna be upset. You're gonna be mad. But you, you but like to that Either person, that or you could shove it inside. But then it's still gonna have a negative effect yeah, on you and like, everybody. So it's you know it's different different strategies, but they're all shitty. Yeah, I've seen like both. The best strategy to is just the. To it's say just fuck no, yeah. it's just to stand up for yourself and be like, nah, I don't want to yeah. do that shit. And then you can feel good about yourself. I mean, the only way you really feel good about yourself is is courage. Yeah, and a lot of times, like I notice too, you don't really have to explain yourself. If somebody asks you, can you do something, and you just say no, like you don't really have to explain why. You just say no, I don't want to, or no, I can't. I'm busy. I have plans. And uh, like taking on that aspect as well. Like when I started working in um, in gyms. You know, uh, like a lot of times we have to call the clients or like new members and set up their personal training uh, consultations or their free assessment. And a lot of times it's like, I would say, hey, uh, you know, I'm one of the trainers here, my name is Phil, let's schedule your assessment. And they're like, oh, well, um, I don't know if my schedule let me do it or can I call you back or let me, or why don't you call me back in a week or in a day and uh, I'll figure it out. And it's like so uncertain and so unsure. And it's like, I could tell they're not interested I'm just like, why just don't you want to say, like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Like, my feelings won't be hurt. I mean, that's better for everybody. Or even if it does, like, kind of hurt or, like, you know, sort of uh, 
rub you the wrong way in the moment. It's like, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's all right. Yeah, but just say you're not interested. Like it's better, now, better to know than to be dragged along and, yeah, like, then, and have everybody miserable in the end. And then, like, if they say to call them back, we're going to follow up with them. And then, you know, you're going to call them back. And it's like the same kind of uh, thing. It's like, if you just said no the first time, we would have wasted, we wouldn't have wasted the time. Or then it's like, they might feel like, all right, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to set it up with, uh, I'll set up my appointment and then I just won't show up or whatever it is just because... I don't want to say no, but it's like, if you just said no, you would have saved everybody a whole bunch of time, and you wouldn't have, uh, you know, I don't want to show up to a, an appointment where I know somebody's not interested, or I know somebody's not even going to show up, just because they can't really express themselves and say no. Yeah, and I mean, and the reason that why this is, you know, this tangent and rant is super important is because time uh, in what we do is super important. I mean, we only have a certain amount of hours in the day and we need to make those work. And some of those so, hours are like prime hours where those, that time is money. So I mean, yeah, wasting your time is, is, is bad for, for you. I mean, it's bad for everyone. So whether it's uh, wasting time in non-business related things or, or with people that are dragging you on that aren't actually gonna do anything business-wise, yeah, it, it really sucks. I mean, it, it, it's hard sometimes. Like I, I, before I was really, you know, um, aware of, like, oh, I could say no, <laughs> yeah. you know, because for a while I was like, oh, man, I just have to say yes to everybody, but, yeah, yeah I mean, even one of them, like, a, that this uh, kind of not-close relative that reached out um, and, you know, asking, like, to meet up, and I know, I, I just had to think about it for a bit, and I'm, I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I'm not really, I'm not quite sure. Like, I, I actually don't know if I want to, so I, I said, you know, let me, let, me, let me sit with it a couple of days, let me see where my heart is. And uh, I thought that's plenty legit answer. I mean, I, that's that's a pretty honest answer. And you know, and, and when she reached out again, I was I was uh, I you know first of all reached out say like hey let's let's go you know bar and get a drink. And it's, first of all that's how well you know me because like hey I, I don't drink and everybody knows that about me. So uh, that's probably like so I, I said you know I said I, you know I I'm not sure exactly why, but I just I'm not sure I, I don't really feel like feel like doing it and. That's fine. I mean, that, that that saved everybody time, and yeah, you I got to get on with my stuff, and I, you know, I kind of felt good about that actually doing that. No explanation so, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it can keep you productive if you can, uh, yeah, you know, use use your time well. Because yeah, you don't want to like take on all these tasks that you don't really want to yeah. do. I think uh, when, I did that for a while, and it's yeah. just oh, it's, it's then you're like draining, miserable. It's miserable. Yeah, and, can't uh, feel good about yourself. But like sometimes it's times like where I don't want to go to something, then I go, and then I end up having a good time, and I'm like, uh, maybe, yeah, I, yeah, you know, you gotta have true, an open mind. True. And like thing is too, don't like if you still if you know you don't want to go, right? And uh, like and you're going, yeah. don't have a negative uh, mindset going in. Like still say, all right, I'm going. I'm gonna make the best out of this uh, opportunity here. I'm still gonna find and a way to find have fun. Out. I mean, if you're if you're not sure about something, uh, the best way to find out is to is to do it. To experience it. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you'll know. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Yeah, like I don't want to turn into a hermit either and just like yeah. not leave the house because I just don't want to yeah. go anywhere and stuff. And then, then you'll have some some good data. You'll know for next time. Yeah. It's like all right, well, this is not something that I like, but at least don't give uh, it a shot. don't cut my hair. But if you are Certain, then if you're certain, then you don't need to any closure. But like the whole point of, you know, certainty is like you, you have to, yeah, you have to figure it out. You have I to try it out. At one point, I think I got. That's when it dawned on me. Like I got this call. It was like a telemarketing call. I think it was like from a bank. It wasn't even really like telemarketing. It was legit because like I had an account with this bank and they were just like trying to ask me if like I wanted an additional service on uh, my account and I was just like no. 
And I don't know what it was at the time, but the lady on the phone, she was like, why not? It, this could help you. And then I'm just like trying to think and I'm just like, um, because I don't feel like it. And then she's like, okay, bye. And then I was just like, I solved it quickly. Yeah. So, but I just couldn't really think of a rebuttal at the time. And like, I'm just like, why do I have to explain myself? I just really don't feel like it right now. And I don't want to talk about it. So yeah. So they're like, Oh, do you want this loan type thing? And I'm just like, Nope, not interested. And they're like, okay, they hang up. So now, yeah, anytime people call me trying to sell me stuff, I'll call them trying to sell them personal training. Or not even call them, but I'm going to turn it around on them and be like, look, if you want me to get your service, why don't you do a couple of training sessions with me? Yeah, that's good. And stuff like that. Attention, audience members. If you are doing any funny business, you will be exposed. You ever gotten a general text from somebody that you don't know who they are and they're way too eager to get you paid, usually in the form of a cashier's check, and they are very important, very busy person, maybe they're on a business trip, maybe they're on a honeymoon, and they want you to train their entire family, they're gonna give you a million dollars. So beware of anyone that's too eager to give you money, that wants to know your PayPal address, or they just, uh, before they get any background information on you, they're ready to pay you. And also beware of, um, what's it called, Western Union. People trying to ask you to wire the money through Western Union if you're, they want you to uh, buy something, if you're supposed to buy something from them. I mean, I think this day and age, we shouldn't be falling for that shit because we should know better. But. Happens. Happens, I guess to the worst of us. So I got a text uh, one time from, it was a guy saying that he's deaf and he wanted me to train his three daughters. And immediately he was asking me, where can he, how can he pay me? Do I take credit cards and so on? And I was like, why don't you have them uh, come in or meet with me or even know where the gym is before asking me to take your credit card or your payment information, which I thought was kind of weird. But then, um, you know, just upon trying to set up the appointment, he was just like very vague and not specific. And I kind of realized like, I don't know, it kind of sounds like something's wrong here. And I just didn't really uh, follow up with it. And I, you know, I just let it be. But you know, I just, you know, somebody's asking me like how to pay me or if I take credit cards like right away, I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with you? First of all, like who does that? And then it's just gonna get me a little skeptical and uh, unaware. Then I, I looked it up, I searched on, uh, Google like, um, you know, deaf uh, person or whatever it is trying to um, buy stuff from you. And then a lot of people were saying like they had the same thing uh, from a, a guy like saying the same thing through either a text or email. So a lot of times if you're not sure if, uh, you know, just search it, search that uh, and see what comes up. Yeah, I think the way the cashier's check one works is, is if uh, the check is not valid, the bank will hold you responsible um, for that fact and I, I don't know exactly what happens, if there's some type of like tax or something, but uh, somehow that person that originally sent it to you uh, would end up with a little bit of your money. It's, yeah. Yeah, there's, some, there's some scam to it. I guess it, it gets them into your bank account or whatever, but the, um, the thing is too, if normally like if you're in good standing with your bank and if you have an account open, normally like if you deposit a check, those funds are available right away, and then it starts uh, collecting the funds from the bank that it's from. But then if there's an issue, 
that's when uh, you know the problem is. Or sometimes it releases like part of the funds, or whatever. So like you know, I, I've had uh, cases where people would deposit their uh, money, and then whatever funds became available, they would deposit. So then if the check didn't go through, they would uh, or not uh, deposit but withdraw. So they would take out the money that would become available. And then by the time the check goes through, or if it doesn't go through, then there's not enough money to recoup uh, what the uh, bank had to pay. Then that's when uh, you know the account goes into a negative or a balance. And that's when you get issues. So moral of the story, um, be skeptical if somebody is way too eager to give you a large sum of money <laughs> um, and they've never met you before and they don't know anything about your business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty simple, simple stuff, stuff, but uh, yeah, I've gotten, that, I've gotten a similar text before and it wasn't a deaf thing. Either trying to take your money or trying to too eager to give you money. Yeah, it's just yeah. all weird fucking people out there trying to do different shit. Yeah, when you have your own money. business, you gotta like, yeah. You gotta filter people out and then sometimes you might end up turning down a good lead just because you're too skeptical or you've uh, dealt with too many scams and scam artists. Or, I don't think that's happening nah. to me, but, uh, but nah. yeah, I guess that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. I've, or if someone calls you like, hey, I'm interested in training. I want to start right away. All right, get out of here. You're bullshitting me. <laughs> I told you, stop calling me. You're not real. It's like, no, I actually do want to train. No, seriously, I found about it at your gym. I know exactly where you are. I'm on my way. I'm coming, right? <laughs> like, I don't want your money. Get away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, no, no more, no more. All right, we're just going to move right along to another segment. And this is with expert relaxer. The Zen, master, the Zen Master, not Phil Jackson, I'm just Phil, but like I was saying, especially during the holidays, it's a good way to, um, you know, just kind of get your mind clear, get to the gym, get to work out, like if you haven't been to a commercial gym, sometimes it does get crowded, it does, uh, but you still want to be able to like expand, expend some energy, and that just really helps to like calm you down, calm your nerves and everything, but sometimes I'm at the gym, and then I'm just trying to get on a machine, or I'm trying to do my bench press, but then there's like six people crowded around that bench press, and nobody's even using the machine. They're just talking, they're hanging out, they're on their phones, they're like doing shit, and it's like, how many sets you got left? Like, what the fuck, are you on Facebook? Are you supersetting Facebook and Instagram? Like, what are you doing right now? Why can't I get on the bench, and why can't I work out? Because you're not even using the bench, but you have the weights on the bench, and you're not even working out. Dude, this is supposed to be a relaxing segment. And then they don't even take their weights off the bench, and it looks like after they fucking finish their workout, they add more weight onto the fucking uh, bench press, so it looks like they were doing more than they were. So, like, you were doing your, like, 185 bench, but then you add two more 45 plates on after, right? So, when people, when you walk away, the next person was like, oh, wow, the person before me was benching 355 pounds or some shit, right? But that shit wasn't happening, because you were benching 185, trying to front like you're benching fucking 300 pounds. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> I think we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> you always do this, man. You ruin it. Yeah, and then even even after that, like then you could get like a little quiet time to stretch. Like some of those gyms, they have the group fitness area where it's not being used at certain times. So you could go in there, just kind of uh, do a little bit of stretching, soothe your nerves, and try to relax. And then like you're, you're trying to do that, and then somebody comes in and they start playing their music. And then they start like dancing, they're practicing fucking their Zumba or whatever routine they want to practice. And then like I'm trying to, I'm just trying to like get in the zone and just trying to wind down. And then all you hear is like doom, 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 doom. Like what the fuck? Like how hard do you have to bang your feet on the floor to dance? And it's like I'm almost 200 pounds, and like I don't even sound that loud when I dance, or when I don't even dance, but when I move. So like why the fuck are you like 
am I hearing, hearing that when you're dancing? dancing? Dude, you're Spanish and, then, and you don't dance? No. <laughs> Man, you're a unicorn. Yeah. All right, dude. I think I gotta cut you off. You did it again. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was the relaxation meditation segment with Phil. And, uh, so then, yeah, you just have to, like, take a deep breath. All right, right man. Find, <laughs> your, find your, your calm place. You can't do it, man. <laughs> and find your energy. You're not calm. Here, have some pretzels. <laughs> I'm always calm. Except when things like that, they just start getting to me and, like, pissing me off. And then, you know, I think that's what yeah, really... Like these pretzels. <laughs> making me tasty. All right, everybody. So that was our fifth podcast. All right, we're wait, you know what else really grinds my no, gears? No, dude, I said we're so about when, to wrap it up. When you're at the gym, and then, like, a guy comes in with Come his Come on, drum, man. You can't the, do this every podcast. And the girl's, like, I wanna, the girl's like, oh, I want to do no. some personal training. I need a personal trainer. And then I, the guy's like, oh, you quit. don't need a trainer. I can train you. So then Come this guy on, starts man. training his girl, and he has her doing, like, bench press. He has her doing bicep curls. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He has her doing everything bad with bad form. But he's only doing the stuff that he wants to do. Then he has her spotting him. But it's just like a mess, but like the thing is, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, he doesn't know how to get the girl, how to like reach her goal, she needs to lose weight or she needs to do whatever she's doing, he doesn't want her working with a personal trainer, so he says, oh I can train you, so like when that girl, when she's like, oh I want to go to the gynecologist, is he like, oh you don't need a gynecologist, I can do that, I can look in there, give me some forceps, let me handle that, right, no he doesn't do that, so why does he do that when the girl needs a trainer, but now when she needs a gynecologist, Okay, sorry about that, everybody. I had to get Phil to step away. I told him somebody was giving some bad fitness advice somewhere out there in the world. And uh, yeah, so I'll wrap it up real quickly. As you can see, I'm the calm one. And um, oh, dude, get back already! Come on. All right, I don't know. Uh, this is not gonna work. You've been listening to the Next Level Movements podcast. Coming to you from Cosmic Fit Club in Long Island City, Queens. This is your host, Rick, and Phil had to be escorted out of the building. <laughs>